me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. El nuevo crispy chicken sandwich de McDonald's is... Crujiente, tiernito, wholesome. Es pollo en la McDonald's. Un mordisco y... Wow. Es el nuevo crispy chicken sandwich. Ordena por anticipado en el lab de McDonald's. En McDonald's participantes. Welcome back to another edition of Two Up Front presented by Sports Radio America. I'm Baxter Colburn, no Simon Provan. For the moment, we have an opportunity to interview someone very special in the women's soccer world right now. Some of you may have heard of her after her incredible start to the beginning of the year. She wears number three for the Houston Dash. She scored a goal and had an assist. She played the full 90 minutes in her first ever professional game in the NWSL for the Houston Dash. She's a rookie, but she certainly didn't play like it. It's Rachel Daly. Rachel, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You are welcome. So i got to ask you immediately out of the gate, did you expect to have as big of an opening game as you did? I know as a, as a player, you obviously you want to try to have a good game, but did you expect to have that good of an opening game? I mean, obviously, I said earlier um, in another interview that I set myself into a goal every game. Um, I'd be... I'd be a terrible player if I didn't set myself goals and want to score goals as a forward. Um, you know, I, I didn't predict that I would have done this well and, you know, got a goal and assist. But, you know, it, it worked out that way and I always work hard to get and strive for that. Um, Absolutely, yeah. Well, you uh, you earned the NWSL Player of the Week. A little uh, a little surprising for you right off the bat uh, as a rookie to earn that kind of honor, or were you? Uh, did you feel that was a fair assessment of how you did this week? Um, I would say a fair assessment. You know, I think I think I'm probably the only player in the league this week that got a goal and assist. I may be wrong, but I think that's right. You know, it's 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 a, it's a great honor, especially being a rookie. But you know, it's only from there now we go every week and do the same thing. So. Hmm. I want to, you know, just make sure it's not a one-off thing and show, show everyone that it'll, it'll keep going. Absolutely, yeah. I'm sure the, the coaching staff and everybody want to see that especially emulated. So you're, you were drafted number six by the Houston Dash in the uh, NWSL draft. How did you feel as soon as you found out that you were going to be headed down to Houston to play with the likes of, you know, gals like Carly Lloyd and Morgan Bryant, Ellie Brush, and others of that nature, and just being a part of the Dash organization as a whole? I mean, I've been in touch with Randy quite a lot, and... Um, during my, towards the end of my college season, once it was over, he contacted me and, you know, I spoke to a few coaches, but Randy was the one that made me feel the most comfortable, the most at ease, and, you know, he put a lot of faith into me as being an international player and as coming in as a rookie, it's a big risk, but yeah, when I got drafted there, I was so happy um, to play with the likes of Charlie Lloyd and Morgan Ryan, it's, it's, it's a dream come true for me, and, and you know, being in and around them and training and stuff, it, it, uh, it's just, it's still, I'm still in awe of them, and it's great to play with them, and, you know, it makes, they make my job a lot easier up top, feeding the balls that they do. Yeah, absolutely, you had the, uh, your assist came off of that Carly Lloyd goal, which uh, a lot of fans were a little surprised about, not by the assist, but by the, the pure accuracy of Carly's header, because usually when she goes for those headers, they kind of go here, there, and everywhere in the goal, but there was so much fluidity and so much precision with the pass that came in, and just the fact that her header was so direct, too, even watching the game, the commentators were a little taken aback by it, they're like, wow, that was very just a, a well-oiled machine as a whole, but I think at that point in the game, the way you guys had been attacking the Red Stars, it didn't really come as too much of a surprise, and what, what did you see kind of on that build-up that allowed you to get that ball into her like that? Um, 
I saw Janine make the run um, and I saw Carly spin out and it was for me, you know, I, I pulled away from the, the outside back and the right side of center back, so I kind of distracted them, thinking the play was coming down the middle. But, uh, you know, Janine saw me deal off for the pocket of space at the uh, left side of the field and I saw Carly, you know, make that perfect run in behind the back four. So, you know, it was it was a... It was an easy ball to play for me because she made such a perfect run in behind. And so, yeah, 10-point header, she couldn't have put it in any, any more of the corner. So, yeah, great it was, goal. It was beautiful to watch. There's certain times that you see things happen in, in, the, in the game of soccer that you're like, okay, that was a nice goal. But from start to finish, the, the pure aspect of how it all flowed together was – that's why they call it the beautiful game at times. It was just a beautiful thing to watch from start to finish. So in this regards, Rachel, you obviously now that you've won the NWSL Player of the Week, fans of the league and I'm sure especially the Dash are going to be looking at you with a little bit bigger of a mic, or a little bit bigger of a, a looking glass now, saying, "Okay, well, now is she going to be able to continue to emulate the success the rest of the way?" So now that you have this little bit of added pressure right out of the gate, how do you plan to handle that now the rest of the season? I like that pressure. I mean. Um you know, I had a bit of a, a name on my back in college. People would target me at my school and, uh, you know, make, try to make it difficult for me. I kind of like that pressure. Um, but, you know, there's so many other people around me in this team, so many brilliant players that, that could take that pressure off me too. Um, it's not just, you know, you know, it adds pressure to me, but it's not just me that they're looking at. There's every other player on our, on our team can make a difference to a game. Um, so I don't think it'll specifically just be pressure on me. You know, there's a, I can say there's so much quality and depth in this team that, they have to worry about everyone else. Uh, but I personally like the pressure. I like to deal. I deal well under pressure, so it's good for me. Yeah, absolutely. And it's obvious that you, you fight well under the pressure as well, too. I mean, watching that game, I had to continuously re-look at the, the stat sheet that I had in front of me saying that you were a rookie because I was like, this she does not play like a rookie. You get those rookies <laughs> sometimes where you get on the field and it's like, okay, those first few touches get away from you or you you know you make the wrong run, but... I thought I was looking at, you know, a 10-year veteran in the league that was, you know, very comfortable in her skin, which is obvious, though, even just speaking with you now, it's obvious that you're very confident in who you are, but it's a different level between confidence and cockiness, and I think you've got a, a good level of both, obviously, but you score enough goals to back up that, that confidence as well without being too cocky about it. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm a rookie, technically speaking, but, you know, I'm older, I'm 24, uh, I'm not like I'm straight out of college like the, young, the younger girls, but... Um, you know, I played at high level in England and, and, and played in front of big crowds and played with quality players and, you know, been involved in the England national team and what have you. So I think I've already been in that environment. Um, it's obviously a, def, a, a definite step up from college. Um, you know, the speed of play, the, you know, the thought process of what you're doing, the delivery of your ball and everything like that. I think practice environment, everything is a whole level up. But, uh, something that I enjoy and that's the kind of challenge that I like to have so I think I'm in the perfect environment for that but yeah you know cockiness is is something that I wouldn't say I possess um confidence is something that I definitely think I've got yeah no absolutely well you mean talking about your your college success there just for a brief moment you you were at St. John's for four years you're only eligible to play for three you nodded 50 goals and 11 assists you had a school record, 15 wins your senior year. You went to the NCAA tournament two out of your three years as well. How did that success that you found in college kind of help you make that jump to the next level? It's huge. Um, you know, my college coaching and so on is fantastic. And uh, he built me up uh, from a freshman to a senior to, you know, progress me and 
prepare me for this level. Uh, he, you know, he's a fantastic guy on and off the field. So he helped me, you know, in, in terms of delivering what I needed to know for, for the professional level and have every ounce of belief. And you know, I think that that gives me more confidence playing at the college level. It gave me a lot more confidence knowing that your coach will always believe in you to go the whole way. Um, but definitely, coming off the back of you know 50 goals is obviously huge for me and setting school records and getting individual accolades. It's definitely something that you know I, I you know came in with. A lot more confidence, you know, having that, um, you know, just to score those goals is always great. So definitely helped me. Absolutely, yeah. You certainly, uh, you certainly were no no stranger to, the, to finding the back of the net. Now, uh, changing gears here just a moment, uh, as we're speaking with Rachel Daly of the Houston Dash here on two up front. You talked briefly about playing for England. Uh, you had a chance to represent England at the U17 World Cup. You, you ladies finished fourth. What was it like to represent your country? I feel like that's a goal of a lot of uh, kids nowadays, you know, guys or girls that want to they put on that, that jersey to represent their nation and hear the national anthem before the game plays. And then, I mean, obviously scoring a goal at the end of the day would be is the, the ultimate dream. But what was it like to represent England at a World Cup? It was huge, you know. And it's obviously, like you say, it's a, you know, a, the, the ultimate goal is to play for the national team. Um, it was a long time ago, um, but it was it was a great experience for me. And I think... You know, I'll always take that with me. I'll take every moment of how special that was to me being in a World Cup. And, you know, I mean, that's obviously my ultimate goal is to end up back in the full national team. Um, playing for your country is obviously the biggest thing, you know, the pride that you feel. And like you say, hearing that anthem and representing of course, yeah. um, your nation and in front of your your fans and your family and things like that is huge. So I say it was phenomenal. But, you know, just keep working hard at my club and, and doing what I can for Houston and then, Hopefully, I'll, I'll take care of the rest. Absolutely, yeah, and that's what you want to. That's what you want to see at the end of the day, too. Uh, what did you think? And I, I, I hate to bring up bad memories. What did you think about how uh, England did at this last World Cup at the the senior national team? Not exactly the ending I think a lot of folks thought would happen for the Lionesses, but a good overall result, at least from how much I know about the team. I'm sure you've got a, a little bit more of an inside track. But what did you think of how the team finished up? I think they did well. Um... I don't think anyone really expected them to go that far. I mean, you know, I, I know a lot of the girls and the talent that they have. Um, I think they could have gone further. I mean, personally, with how good they are. Um, you know, I've, I've been in and around and trained with the majority of those girls and I've, I've played under Mark. Um, and, I, you know, I, I no doubt that they could have gone further, but, you know, they, they did well. They solidified a place in, in there and, you know, set a name for themselves. So I'm sure they'll only keep going from strength to strength. One thing that I noticed about you, just um, not even as a player, you've got a you've got a tattoo on your on your left arm. I'm curious to know the story behind that, if you don't mind shedding a little bit of light about it. I have one on my right arm as well. Yeah, I, I got a few, but uh, the one on my left arm, it's a balloon tied to an anchor, and it says "refuse to sink." So it's basically if you just got it for the irony of the fact that a balloon would never lift up an anchor, but you always refuse to sink. Wow. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah. I, just some of the pictures I've seen. I, have, I haven't seen the one on your right arm, but I can I can clearly see the one on your left arm. So I felt like I had to ask about it because nowadays everybody's got a tattoo that has some sort of, of meaning. I still have yet to get one. I, I might get one eventually. But uh, yeah, right, you gotta go out and get one. That's what I've heard. My, growing up, my mom was like, "Don't you get a tattoo?" But I'm like, "Okay, mom. I'm I'm a little older now. I think I can. Uh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I might venture out now that I'm uh, out of the house and making my own way of living." A couple other questions before we let you go, Rachel. What is something that you miss the most about living in England? I know coming living in Houston right now, at least it feels a little bit like England with all the rain, but it's got to be a little bit of a culture change for you, wouldn't you say? Yeah, 
I mean, I've been here, I've been in America now, it's been my fifth year, so I mean, I'm kind of used to it. I mean, the climate change in Houston is obviously a lot different to the one I had in New York, but um, the thing I miss her most at the moment is for sure my family. Um, I think it's tough sometimes being away from them throughout the year, um, and sometimes the food, although it's probably not the healthiest, <laughs> the healthiest, healthiest meal choice, but no, you know, you miss your occasional home comforts, but sure. yeah, definitely I miss my family out of everything there. I can imagine. Yeah, well, I'll be honest, too. I spent a little bit of time in England a couple summers ago uh, just on a, a college trip, but it's even weird. You talked about the, the quality of food. I, I, I've had McDonald's here in America before, but then I had McDonald's in England, and I it was completely different. The The quality of food was so much better, and I was like, but it's still McDonald's. I was I was so confused by it, but I was like, this this food is absolutely amazing. It's it's funny to see how the, the transition sometimes happens like that. But last thing for you, Rachel, before we let you go, first of all, I really appreciate your time today. So it was just uh, announced this last week that Houston will host the NWSL championship, which is a huge accomplishment not only for the organization but for NWSL to, to be in a stadium like BBVA Compass. How important is it for, number one, the Dash to make the playoffs, and number two, if they do make the playoffs, are we going to see them playing for a championship in their home stadium? Yeah, I mean, it gives you a bit more incentive to win. Um, just, you know, finish off your season strong, and it's a long year. But um, knowing that in the back of your mind that, that you know you're hosting the championship, you don't want to be sat on that side in that stadium watching another team on your field take the championship. There's no way, no no footballer, soccer player, sorry, should ever, you know, settle for that. I never want that. So you know, I think that gives you that extra bit of fight to get there and get on your home field and lift up the championship. So you know. Long season, but I, I don't doubt that we will be there. Absolutely, yeah. You guys have a, a beautiful stadium, too, that you get a chance to play in. Uh, next upcoming games for you guys, you take on uh, the Orlando Pride, and then you'll be home against Sky Blue FC as well. Rachel Daly, thank you so much for taking some time with us here on Two Up Front, and uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. You too. Thank you so much, Rachel. Rachel Daly, number three Hi. of the Houston Dash here on Two Up Front. We'll run to a break. When we come back, we've got so much more action in store for you. You're listening to Two Up Front, presented by Sports Radio America. To show you how easy it is to file a claim with GEICO, we hired fitness celebrity Billy Blanks. Okay, everybody, our car just got a broken windshield. How about we blow off some steam? Now punch, now kick! Uh, Mr. Blanks, there's no need to be stressed. GEICO makes it easy to file a claim online, on the app, or over the phone. Yeah, but what if I never hear back? That's going to make me want to go jab and jab. Uh, nope. Your GEICO claims team is always there for you. Okay, do I still get my post-workout protein shake? Sure, Billy. GEICO, great service without all the drama. Hike the trail? Check. Order takeout? Check. Schedule heart checkup? Done. We've all adapted to a new way of living. Keep your health care on schedule with Johns Hopkins Medicine, where your health and safety are our highest priorities. We're ready to care for you through virtual and in-person visits across Maryland and the greater Washington region. Your health, our experts, safely caring for you. Schedule your care now. Learn more at hopkinsmedicine.org forward slash safe.